Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Golden Ticket Show. We are back. That's right. We took a little bit of a hiatus um, with the new year starting, and we're working on some personal stuff. So we decided we're going to bring it back in a little bit of a different form. It's going to be a little short firm. No long uh, shows anymore. We're going to try to keep these under 30 minutes so you guys get some great content right off the bat. We have a bunch of good plays that I absolutely love tonight. We have one, two, three, four, five, six basketball plays and a tennis play that I love. We've been betting tennis since the start of the year. We're 58 and 46 in total, but our unit, we're about half a unit up. Um, before we go any further, I do want to apologize if you guys hear any background noise. My apartment complex decided to wait till right when I went live to start doing construction on the floor below me ironically in the apartment right below me so we do apologize for any background noise you guys hear during the show i hope everyone's doing great i'm excited to be back with you guys let's start out with our nba plays tonight we have six that i absolutely love covering i think four different games here the first one that we're going with is going to be the pistons plus 11 that's right the Detroit Pistons are my first play of the day. I absolutely love this one today. And now this one is a little bit of a situational play. I would not play this if the Pistons decide to sit players tonight. Um, if Kate doesn't play tonight, I don't trust this line. But there's a big reason why I'm taking this line, and that is simply this. The Bulls have not been favored by double digits once this year. I don't think they're worthy of a double-digit game against even against the Pistons. I think this is only a double-digit because of the fact that the Pistons are on a back-to-back. But with that back-to-back, they are on the road again after a very questionable foul call from the New York Knicks game that led to the Knicks winning the game. This is a great bounce-back spot. It just lets some, it lets some frustration out on a Bulls team that is below 500. Again, only taking this play if Cade Cunningham is playing tonight. If he does not see the floor, um, I wouldn't take this. If it So monitor this as we get a little bit closer towards game time. If it drops below double digits, I'm not taking this at all. Uh, I'm, I'm staying at my plus 11 where I like it. So again, Pistons plus 11, watch that line. If it drops below 10, 10, 10 and a half, you can even take it maybe nine and a half if you're really confident in it. But other than that, I would not take this play whatsoever. Now, we're our next play. Um, I, I really like this one. I think this is a great play. I think the Lions have not caught up to this team and the way they've been playing defense. They've been playing defense at the level of a top 10 team over the last two weeks and their most recent win streak. But we are taking the Cleveland Cavaliers and the Dallas Mavericks game under 233 and a half now there are a couple reasons for this one both these teams since the new year has happened have been playing tremendous defense top tier defense with Kyrie Irving in they have turned into a top 10 defensive team while he's in their defensive rating goes down to a 104 which is within the top 10 in that kind of time frame that he has been playing like I said, the Lions are not catching up to this team. They've had five consecutive unders, I believe. I'm going to double-check my stat on that before I fully say it. But from the last I saw, the Heat, they've uh, pretty much been under machines the last couple games. 
Yeah, their last four games going back to their absolute blowout of the Thunder starting on February 12th. Every game has been under rather handily. There was a 247 line for the Wizards game. They only scored 216. They haven't, other than the Phoenix game, they haven't really gotten close to this line. They've missed each one by 10 points. I think this definitely goes under tonight. Not to mention Mobley and Allen are more than likely going to be playing against P.J. Washington and Daniel Gafford alongside Derek Lively. When these guys have played the Hornets and the uh, Wizards, they absolutely have dominated the glass this year. They've dominated the glass last year. I think this is a great opportunity, again, for them to limit the boards. I don't see them getting a lot of offensive rebounds. I don't see them really coming away with a lot of defensive rebounds. I think this game is going to rely on Luka to kind of dominate the game, Kyrie to kind of dominate. And I think these two, I think these two offenses are going to get stifled by their, their opposing guards. So we're taking the under here. I'm also as a small play, didn't really put it in here, but took it last minute. I'm taking Jared Allen, double, double going against Gafford this year. He's averaging 14 and a half rebounds. He had 12 in his last game. He's averaging nine and a half against, uh, Dallas in his career, so this is a great spot for him tonight as well. It's minus 175 on FanDuel. And now we're going to get into um, a game that I'm really interested to see because they've played without uh, Embiid before in this game, and they didn't do half bad, uh, but they've kind of dropped the ball the last couple of games, and that's going to be the... 76ers and the Celtics. Now, there's, there's a lot going on in this game. Obviously, they're not going to have Embiid. When they played them earlier this year, they did cover a 10-point spread. It was a 119-125 to 125 game, so I think a lot of players are going to be kind of watching that. But currently, again, the Philly has struggled offensively. Boston has had one of the best defenses. In the three games since the All-Star break, Philly has not been able to put it together. Philly has not put up 100 points yet, so I don't see them putting up 110 tonight. I obviously This is obviously a rivalry game. This is a big mark for these teams, but again, I just don't see it happening tonight. Again, I think their offense is just a little bit off kilter. They're trying to find something, and nothing's really working. They've played two of the – in the last 10 games – that they've played, they've played five teams in that, or excuse me, sorry, the last three games they've played, I've all been teams who are in the top 10 for defensive efficiency and defensive rating over the last 10 games. Uh, the Knicks have not been the best defensively efficient team in the last 10, but they are, again, one of the top defensive teams in the NBA, so that is something you have to really watch out for. Other than that, I just don't see Philly putting up 110. I think they could crack 100 tonight. I don't see the 110 coming. So we're going to take Philly's team total under 109.5. Again, at full health minus Embiid, I don't see this happening. They have struggled to score. It It's not going to happen tonight. I think it'll happen sometime in the next week that they get their offense kind of running. But adding on to that game, we have – a player prop that I absolutely love. And we're going to go into some one more player prop after this one, before we go over our big night game that I'm really interested in how this one plays. So we're, I, I actually really, I love this line. I think the only thing that worries me with this line is a blowout potentially happening and ruining it, but we're going to take drew holiday over nine and a half rebounds and assists. Now he's hit 10 or more every game he's played in Philly this season 
Philly has given uh, it's he's absolutely dominated. The boys has dominated the glass uh, when they've put him in the starting lineup as a point guard next to Derek White. Whether Horford or Przingis in, it doesn't really matter. Um, obviously, I think Przingis is going to play tonight, so we don't really have to worry about that. But he has been a great piece when he's in. F um, Philly has not been again. We've been talking about Philly has not been playing well in their last ten games. Nine of their ten point guards have went over the 10 rebound and assist line that they've faced. We've seen a bunch of double-doubles. We saw Brunson put up 12 assists. We saw Donovan Mitchell put up 7-7. Seven and seven. We saw Lillard put up 8-9 and nine against them. Maxi's scoring load has kind of limited his defensive play, and they haven't had as many of their top defensive players there to kind of help him. Um, you know, you're, you look at their injury report, and – you see um, Melton should be back tonight, which should be a help, but Covington is out, and that's another wing defender. I think they're going to focus too much on Tatum, and Drew Holiday is going to be able to facilitate better. He's going to be playing a lot better tonight. I think this is a great spot for him. So we're going to take Drew Holiday over 9.5 rebounds and assists. Um, he's projected over 12.5 tonight, and again, if he's hitting 13 or more, he nearly hit a triple-double one game against them. I don't see any reason why this line is so low. I think it should honestly be a lot higher than nine and a half, but we're going to take the nine and a half and we're going to say thank you. So we, we had two more here. One of these now, actually, if you, if you guys are just catching up on the news, um, Carl Anthony Towns is listed as out tonight. He will not be playing. That is going to be a big one for one of our plays here. But nevertheless, I still like it. I think this is actually going to kick that line up just a bit more. So I'm going to check that really fast before we go any farther so I can double check on that. Don't want to give you guys the wrong line. So it's – they don't even have it up anymore. Um, so I'm still taking this at 13.5. I would take this – if it goes up, I would still take this at 14 or 15 um as with the injury news they took out uh all props and all plays on the Timberwolves game so we're gonna take but we're gonna take um no matter what I still like this play we're gonna take Nas Reed under 13 and a half points so there's a reason why I like this play now obviously um we have to factor in now how Nas Reed plays with out Carl Anthony Towns. I'm gonna actually pull that information up now for you guys and show it on screen. So in the one game he uh, he doesn't come. He doesn't come in the starting lineup when Cat is out. In the one game without Cat, he put up only six, two, and two. For the last two seasons, he he's only he's played fifty games without Cat. He's averaging eleven, five, and two. I don't think he's. Ha I just don't. This definitely is not his night. I would still take him under thirteen and a half here. And the main reason why is simply a, a rookie named Victor Wimbanyama. Wimby has had over five blocks a game in his last five games. He's averaging 5.6 blocks. He had a 10-block game. 
He had three, and then he's had three consecutive games with five blocks. That being said, I think this is a great spot to fade Nas Reed at, mainly because he has not hit this line in nine of his last 10 games. He has not hit this in nine of his last 10 games against the Spurs, and he's only hit this once in any of his games with Wimby in the lineup, and that was the game that Gobert and Cat were both in kind of foul trouble. Um, matter of fact, I'm going to double-check that one when – they played and he went off because he did have a great game that game. Let me find that. Apologize for the delay. So Reed went over this line. He had 15. Cat was in fact, Cat had two fouls. Gobert had three fouls. Again, I don't think this is a line that we're going to miss a lot. I think this is something to really look at um, later on. I think this is something we're really kind of sticking with here. I, I would take it up to 15 and a half. He hasn't hit this line in a while. With the way Wimby's playing, I think this ball is going to be going through Edwards more. This ball is going to be going through Conley and all of their guards, I think they're going to try to stay away from the paint as much as possible while Wimby is in. They're going to focus on the three-point game and beating him that way. So we're going to take him on the under there. I really like the odds on that one at 13.5. I would take it if it goes down to 12.5, but more than likely we're going to see it go up. If it goes above 15, it means he's probably going to be starting. So if it goes above 15.5, then I'm, then I'm not taking it. I'm leaving it be. And we have one last play before we go on to our tennis play. It's our, my favorite play of the day, by the way, is our tennis play. Uh, we are taking the Wizards team total under 116. Now, this one is a half unit play. There's a big reason for that. And particularly the main reason I like this is the Wizards have not really played well against the Warriors in the past. Kyle Kuzma is going to be their main scoring option because I think Jordan Poole is going to have another game where he's going to try to prove himself in a way he doesn't need to. And Kuzma has historically not played well against the Warriors. Draymond Green has kind of had his number since his L.A. days. I don't see them putting up 116. They're kind of projecting the score to be around 116 to 123 and a half, 124 and a half. I do not see that happening. I think this is going to be a great spot to fade the Wizards. I think it's a great spot to kind of just take the points on a with not really take the points. I think 10 and a half is a little bit too high, but I do love the, the way this uh, Warriors team's defense has moved. I love the way that they've updated the way they're playing. I'm taking them right now at under 116, and we're fading the Wizards. The only reason I would put this, I only put a half unit is because we've seen this Wizards team get randomly hot and put up 140. So with that being said, we're just going to put a little bit of money on it. We're going to do it as a lean and take the under 116. Now, we have one tennis play here that I am very excited for. Um, if you know me, I grew up playing tennis. I played in college. Tennis is one of my favorite sports. I am – I wasn't the best, but I am getting better at betting on tennis um, because the odd, tennis is one of those sports, the odds are very volatile, but it's the most profitable. You can find a lot of players at minus 1000 that get upset. It's all about situational. It's all about, it's not just head to head numbers. It's all about, 
if players are looking ahead because a lot of these smaller tournaments you a player can just be playing in it to get ready for another tournament i think this is a great spot for that tonight it's going to be the matchup between Jordan Thompson and Alexander Kovacevic. We're going to take Kovacevic money line. He is the underdog at plus 125. There is a big reason on this. If you guys follow our Twitter page, we just posted on Twitter about 30, 45 minutes ago is one of our favorite plays. Here, here's our reason why. We're putting about uh, three quarters of a unit on it on this one. So Kovacev, uh, Thompson just won the Los Cabos tournament. A couple days ago, in very in a very grueling kind of grinded out fashion, he went to tiebreak or a seven five finish in half of his sets. Six of the twelve sets he played, he went more than ten games. So either six four seven five five seven tiebreak whatever in eight of those twelve match eight of those twelve sets, and he didn't win a set anything lower than six three. He was nine games or more in every single set in those games and again he went to tie break at least once a set everything but the first round matchup kovacevic did lose in that tournament in the quarterfinals to sisipas but he played well against and beat another top 100 player as well as playing really well against sisipas and he's now two and two this year against top 100 players and that's something i really look at because he's playing up to his competition level fairly well given two of his three wins are against top 100 players this season in tournaments that weren't qualifying rounds. Co- with Kovacevic needing a big tournament here to get a great spot and maybe kind of find his way out of qualifying rounds of Indian Wells, I think he he's going to really focus on this tournament and give it his 100% um, versus Thompson, who I think is kind of... Just he's he pl- he's playing this, but he's looking ahead to Indian Wells. He's just kind of getting some hits in and working. I don't think he's bringing his A game today. I think he's going to be struggling. I don't want to say struggling, but I think he's just not going to be as there as uh, Kovacevic is. I like this opportunity for Kovacevic to get a win on someone who he hasn't won against that yet in his career and kind of been he kind of got cooked by him the last time they played. It was six one six two, but. Thompson's got bigger tournaments and bigger priorities on his mind as a top 50 player, whereas Kovacevic is trying to work his ranking up even higher from 92nd in the in the world right now. So give me Kovacevic to win that outright at plus 125. Again, I like the odds on that. You can take the spread. The spread's two and a half, so just two and a half games less. Or you could pro- I might even take the the set spread at one and a half to say if Kovacevic doesn't win this, it's going to three sets. I, I just don't see that Thompson the way he's been playing recently in this super hot weather, playing well, playing fast, and winning matches quickly. I think he's going to be kind of, again, I think he's going to be focused on Indian Wells. He's not really going to be paying as much attention to the um, Acapulco tournament that he's in right now. So, again, those are that is our final play of today. If you guys just joined us, as we saw a couple people just pop into the live stream, we have Pistons plus 11 if Cade Cunningham is playing. If not, take it anything above uh, 9.5. Cavs, Mavericks under 233 total. Drew Holiday over 9.5 rebounds and assists. Philly team total under 109.5. Wizards team total under 116. Nas Reed under 13.5 or under 12.5 or better. Uh, with the news of Cat out, his line might move a bit. We don't know where it's at right now. And Alexander Kovacevic, plus 125 money line versus Jordan Thompson. 
thank you guys all for watching. We're going to, we're going to try to do these little quick 15, 20 minute shows as much as possible. So make sure you guys stay tuned for those. Let me, let me know how you guys like it. Let me know you guys best bets, any sports you guys want us to start covering. Let us know in the comments. Um, as always follow us over at for frequency sake, and you can follow me over at Gotham gambling on YouTube, Facebook, uh, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, everywhere. We're posting stuff every day. Thank you guys for watching and let's go win some money.